0: So, folks, welcome to our first episode of the Necessary Roughness podcast. I'm Ben Smith, and thank you all for watching and coming on today's episode of We Are Pets. Uh, excuse me. The uh, I keep I keep forgetting the name Necessary Roughness. Uh, so, personally, this podcast will go against sports on the topics of sports, and mostly on the topics of um, football. But um, I just want to first come in and say this real quick, is that um uh, the first thing that happened this week is we're going to talk about Brandon Miller from Alabama, who uh right now Darius my Miles asked Brandon Miller to bring a handgun to kill Jamia Janae Harris, um twenty three year old, and what I think about this it's absolutely stupidity that uh that he'd be involved in this. He's a leader at Alabama right now. He's currently leader at Alabama leading for points. Yesterday he put up 41 points against uh against South Carolina in Columbia and they they knew about uh the whole situation that happened. And the NCAA didn't do anything about it. They didn't do anything. Because If I was the head coach of Alabama, I'd put him on the bench. And then, uh, i just put him on the bench for, um, that game. Which is absolutely stupid. I would have put him on the bench so he doesn't get any backlash. And then, when his name was called in the starting lineups, he got booed. This is stupid. It's totally stupid to think about that, that this is happening in the, uh, NCAA when this is talk about behind people's backs and all that kind of stuff it's pathetic it's pathetic I'm lost to words because what happened was when Darius Miles did the murder the day day after he got apprehended didn't he get later released or something Darius Miles he got rele- he got released but he got uh cut from the team and then now they know that Brandon Miller's the the motive in this case like he's a phenomenal basketball player who could have who probably just ruined his basketball career because he decided to give a gun to a kid to another kid Darius Miles but he was a former basketball player for Alabama at the time and just to just to show it is that it's totally stupid that a 20-year-old a freshman in high, uh in uh college has a handgun how does a freshman have an authority bring a handgun and then he decides to uh he decides to say oh I had the handgun on my uh clothing so it was just wrapped around and I didn't touch it at all yeah bullshit and I I mean excuse my language but like that's but it's just bullcrap it's just lies lies li- lies and that's what I'm, why I'm saying the BS word And then, and then afterwards, the athletic director is is like, oh, we we did we heard about the allegations and we still let him play. Like, I would have not let him play. This is a problem. Are we, uh, are we the Buffalo Bills with Matt Ariza just keeping him on the team without with all of the speculation going around? Like, they released him four weeks after like the news came, uh. They already knew it on August 1st. And then they released him on August 27th. Took him four weeks. Four weeks. Four weeks. To release Matt Ariza. But. In this case. This was a murder. Matt Ariza. uh, Allegedly gang raped somebody. But this is. But this is real. This is just. A real case that goes on. And. In the case. They say. That Darius. Didn't he get released or something? I think. But the But these two morons. These two individuals. Are morons. For what they did. And their actions that they did. On um. On a um. On what. On a daily basis. Like. They have to be the most stupidest human beings on earth for for what they did. That was just. That's just stupid that he did that. And then late. Then at the end of the day, you know, Alabama's not known for their basketball program. But they're known for. But they're known for their football program, but they their basketball program is number two in the country, and they're gonna probably lose their best player on the team because he decided to uh be a motive in the case of murder. And I know this. I know everyone says, "innocent until proven guilty." I I mean, it's innocent until proven guilty. Remember the Duke case, um. Duke case a few years back. Or Was it Duke or Kentucky? I forgot. Duke, North Carolina. I forgot. It was a Duke... Uh, I think it was Duke when... It was Duke Lacrosse. Yeah. It was a Duke Lacrosse stand, scandal. That happened in Durham. Durham. Durham, North Carolina. And they... This... In some cases, like that gang rape that happened last year with Matariza. I say this all the time. Innocent until proven guilty. Like the it's innocent he's innocent until proven guilty by the court of law. It is true. Man. And it's totally pathetic that uh that he would ruin his basketball career. He could have been he could have probably been a top draft choice in the NBA. I'm not exaggerating what I'm what I said when I said that. I'm not exaggerating. This fella ruined his basketball career just to, um this guy ruined his basketball career just to be involved with the murder. Like Think before you do it. Think before you do it. I always say this all the time. Think before think of your actions before you do it because actions have consequences and he's going to face the consequences when he goes to court. Oh my lord. Like this guy can't be for real. He's the dude's a freshman. He's 20 years old and he's a freshman in high school and he's a five-star recruit and the top players in the 2022 class at, uh, and he went to Cambridge High School in Ant- Antoch, Tennessee and he was also a McDonald's all-American. And then a Jordan Brand Classic. And then Tennessee Mr. Basketball. That's his awards that he won. All that thrown in the trash because he wanted to uh murder somebody. Like, how did any how does anyone to his age, twenty years old, have a handgun in his house? Legit. Legit. Who has a handgun at twenty years old? I'm just saying. The only thing that he's probably going to be charged with is possession with a handgun, uh, and then attempted murder. But I feel like those uh, charges might get dropped later, because it, it has happened to Joe Mixon. It has happens to all these athletes. And remember Drake a few months, a few few weeks back. Everyone blamed Drake for being the motive in the case of xxx tentacion when it wasn't in reality uh it, the blame was just on drake when he didn't do anything anything but at the end of the day he's innocent until proven guilty and then all right so now we're going to have to move gears here cuz Aaron Rodgers is one of the main stories here uh in sports and Aaron Rodgers uh leaves the Oregon facility and ends the retreat um and what and they have re- and really I think like he the, the man is thirty nine years old. He has so much things going on in his life. He just broke up with his girlfriend uh, a few months back, he's been through so many relationships with so many girls, and all of them treated girls like shit. But I mean, like, really, he—he's just the really class that Aaron Rodgers has is he is a leader he is a leader and then this year he didn't have wide receivers on his team he didn't have Devonte adams this is why he wants out of green bay green green bay is not going to succeed without a wide receiving core that's why they missed the playoffs last year they almost they could have beat the um the lions and if they did they would have made it to the playoffs But Matt LaFleur decided to do a clown show and not pick a uh, draft, a wide receiver? Come on, dude. There's, plen- there's plenty plenty wide receivers in this year's draft. I think you should sna- snub, like, at least T. Higgins or trade for Debo Samuel. They need—the Packers do need wide receivers. Really do need wide receivers to uh, have alongside— um, Alongside Aaron Rodgers. Look, Aaron Rodgers only came back because Randall Cobb was there. Randall Cobb was there from the start. And Aaron Rodgers as well was there from the start. They're two good buddies of each other. But Randall Cobb has fallen off a cliff. And if you mention about who's... And if nowadays uh, anyone says, You know, you remember Randall Cobb? I remember Randall Cobb when he was in 2016 and then then and the final year, uh, 2016, when Jared Cook made that sideline catch against the Cowboys to put them in field goal range and win the game for the uh, Packers. I remember that. And remember when the Dallas Cowboys had the number one seed and then became second round exits because of that reason I watched that whole entire ending and I was like oh my goodness like Aaron Rodgers Rodgers was a magician back then I still think Aaron Rodgers has talent he needs more good wide receivers and in order he's going to have good wide receivers is if he goes to a good team there's plenty of good wide receivers on the New York Jets like Garrett Wilson and then Elijah Moore, you're still going to be growing by wide receive, the wide receiving core. Uh, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, you have Corey Davis, uh, Braxton Barrios, which he I think he got released. But anyways, I still think the New York Jets have a phenomenal wide receiving core. And they're still growing. I say the New York Jets are still growing. I'm talking about defense, offense, offense, and defense. They're still growing. They have a, I think they have the greatest div- defense in that division because they have a phenomenal secondary with Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, and then they have CJ Mosley at the linebacker position. And then Quinn Williams, uh, his brother Quincy Williams. They're still growing. They're still growing. And this is not like the New York York Jets. I feel like they're going to be ahead of the... They're going to be at, like, at least third or fourth in the division next year. But, like, they're still growing. They're still rebuilding. They have... They're still rebuilding. They need a good quarterback because Zach Wilson is absolute garbage. He, He... Every time, every time he plays the Patriots... He plays like absolute garbage. Last game he played against the Patriots, he got negative 20 yards in the fo- second half. It's pathetic of him for doing that, but like the only first down he had then in the half was the sideline catch to Garrett Wilson. But again, the New York Jets, I feel like, is needs to rebuild. And I think Robert Solid's a great head coach. Don't get me wrong, he is a good head coach. And then what what the Jets need to do is cut Zach Wilson. I wouldn't say cut them, but cut him. But I see the Packers trading. But I do see the Packers trading for um Aaron Rodgers for Zach Wilson. Elijah and Elijah Moore. And a couple first round picks will be going to the Packers I just see that personally and really to think about it the Packers just need to um figure out their crap because last season was a complete mess for them they were they they went three and one and then ever since they lost the Patriots they went into a losing streak beat Dallas, uh, again, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for them. Their season has been a roller coaster, and at the fi- end of the day, they had a losing record of eight and nine, and that's their first losing record, uh, which uh, Matt LaFleur as head coach. And I mean this, I'm coming at all the Dolphins fans because remember the Bears game? They said. When I said, you guys lost to the Jets. And they were like, oh, you lost to the Packers. You lost to the Packers too. Now, I just want to say that to that fan who is coming at me for that. That's what I'm going to (sighs) say. Man. But again, Aaron Rodgers, I think he's a good. I still think he has a lot of talent in him. He's got a lot of juice left inside of him. I think, like, he he might be retiring. By 2025, I think he'll retire. I think he'll bring the... If whatever team he falls into, he goes to, he is going to lead his team to the playoffs. And, I mean, it, it could be the Raiders. It could be the Raiders. I'd love to see him on the Raiders and then get... If they trade him on the Raiders... The Raiders are probably gonna get a couple first round picks. Not Raiders. The Raiders are gonna trade away some first round, first second round picks, and then trade. And then trade away. Ah. Uh, they have to trade away at least two players, and they do need something on that defense. So either they trade Hunter Re- Hunter Renfro. They have to trade for like Hunter Renfro because the Packers do need wide receivers and something someone on defense who's been key all year like uh like Chandler Jones but I don't see that happening by Chandler Jones I think Josh McDaniels will not allow that to happen and then you have Dave Ziegler at um the uh ex- who's an executive the uh general manager of the Raiders and last year, who was uh, he was an executive pro personnel person for the Patriots, and then he did well. But like, I'd love to see him back. All right, so another topic here: Lamar Jackson. Um, so far, he's been on the range. Um, it's possibly be out of Baltimore, and here's the thing. Lamar Jackson, I think he's a perfect passer, but I don't. I just personally do see like him getting he. He's a good passer. He can throw a ball f- 50 to 60 yards downfield, and I don't expect that from him. He's a quarterback or a running back at a quarterback position, but he's a good, good scrambler. And what you really see from Lamar Jackson is he's got a lot of running ability, and then he's really fast. Uh, the fastest quarterback in the NFL, the second fastest quarterback, excuse me. Justin Fields is the fastest quarterback in the NFL, but again... Lamar Jackson, too, is a, uh, I think he's still a talented quarterback. He's got a lot of juice inside of him still. This is his fifth year. His fifth year. And then, and then really, though, and then really, Lamar Jackson has re- really goes to show that Lamar Jackson too. He's just a uh, really he's still a qu- he's still a quarterback he's still a quarterback but he's a really good like I said he's a really good scrambler he's a really good out of the pocket and then a good ball thrower as well able to throw the ball down the field. But the problem is. The reason why he got injured was that was that front line on in Baltimore. That Baltimore line is garbage. Like when I say garbage, it's just like a flaming pile of garbage, flying, rolling down a weather a river in inclement weather. That's what I'm just saying. Really, really, just saying that. I've been holding that for long. <laughs> but again, Lamar Jackson, too, he, he do does need good wide receivers. He needs some good wide receivers alongside him. He, he lost Marquise Brown last year. He needs better wide receivers. He needs a good wide receiving court to succeed. But he the only person that's actually doing good on that team, uh, only wide receiver, they got no wide receivers on that team. they The only good wide receiver is like Rashad Bateman. And then to enhance their defense, I, I'm going to just say this, their defense is okay because they picked David Ajabu and then they got Kyle Ham- Hamilton from uh, North, uh, Notre Dame, excuse me, almost said North Dakota. And then... um. Roquan Smith to enhance to enhance that defense of the Baltimore again again the Baltimore Ravens they do need a good wide receiving core and they have Rashad Bateman he's a fast wide receiver in my opinion they have J.K. Dobbins who's a good running back and so is Gus Edwards But Gus Edwards is slightly overrated, in my opinion. They need better wide receivers. That's the problem. He he wants market value. I think he does want market value, though. And that's a problem. Whatever, Whatever they offer him, he might decline which I think he's not happy with the Ravens organization with John Harbaugh. And then you had um, Todd Haley as uh, offensive coordinator or something, right? But again, I don't know. Lamar Jackson, whatever Lamar Jackson wants, and I think he said he wanted a market value. Whatever he wants, he'll get. Just stating it there. (sighs) Ah. <sighs> ah. <sighs> Man, that really, just really thinking about that, Lamar Jackson is just a, uh, I think he is a great um, scrambler. But, like, he need if they want a longer contract, he's going to choose whatever contract they give him. And if he doesn't like any of those contracts, then he can say goodbye to the, uh, say goodbye to the, um, the Ravens, they, they're they interested in franchise tagging him. But in my opinion, I see Tyler Huntley better than Lamar Jackson. Because I think they would six. honestly, if you look at look at it from the stretch, I think Tyler Huntley is better than Lamar Jackson at starting quarterback and I think next year I think next year they're going to make the playoffs with Tyler Huntley. And don't get it twisted, like Ravens had some bad years. But I think they're going to they're going to make it to the playoffs this year. Without Lamar Jackson, they're going to make it to the playoffs, potentially first round exits, but again, Lamar Jackson, I think the teams he might go to in my opinion is A, the Atlanta Falcons. B, the New York Jets. And then see the Miami Dolphins. So I do not know where he's going to go. Whatever they offer him. Is wherever he's going to go. But I don't know. Free agency they're going to go crazy for him. Like every team might go crazy for him. Personally. Someone. Someone stupid would make ridiculous money. To offer him a contract. For like $60 million like, two years worth $60 million. I'm just saying that, for example. Someone stupid would make that offer, like the Texans. I mean, Casario is not the brightest GM for the Texans, so, yeah. Well, folks, that is the end of Necessary Roughness, episode one of this podcast. See you all soon. Bye, guys.